Good afternoon and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to chapter 18 of The Midnight Gang. Yay! <clears throat> Excuse me. So, chapter 18 is called Ba Ba Bam Bum. Of course it is. <laughs> what else would it be called? <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. My dream came true just a few nights ago, answered Robin in the basement of Lord Funt Hospital. I thought I would set the Midnight Gang an impossible challenge. At school, I am on a music scholarship. I always receive top grades in piano and violin. All sorts of instruments, really. <clears throat> and I want to be a composer one day. I don't like to blow my own trumpet, but I can actually blow my own trumpet. My passion is for classical music, opera mainly. So my dream was to be the conductor of an entire orchestra. <clears throat> this was a challenge, said the porter. An orchestra might have a hundred musicians. So I had to borrow children from hospitals all over London to help. What did they play? asked Tom. Medical instruments, replied Robin. And I was the conductor. <coughs> I chose my favourite piece of music, Beethoven's Fifth. Symphony. Oh, how did it sound? asked Tom. Awful. But it didn't matter how it sounded, said Robin. It was how it felt. Tom could see the sense of wonder on the boy's face. So, how did it feel? he asked. Well, it's hard to say exactly. But I suppose conducting them felt like I was touching the sky, replied Robin. Wow, said Tom. <clears throat> he was going to have to think of something extraordinary if he was to top any of these dreams. It's my turn next, said George excitedly. The next time the Midnight Gang springs into action, it will be to make my dream come true. Well... Mm, just hold on, young Mr George, sir, said the porter. <clears throat> I am more than a little stuck on this particular wish. What is it? asked Tom. He wants to fly, said Amber. In a plane? asked Tom. Oh, no, 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 that would be far too simple, replied Robin. Our George wants to fly like a superhero. Just take off and whoosh. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Super George. Tom looked at George. He was a hefty boy. <clears throat> it would be hard to find someone less suitable to take to the skies. It seemed impossible. 
Perhaps this was a dream too far? Even for the mighty Midnight Gang. The porter, however, was not so easily defeated. We'll find a way, he slurred. Don't you worry, young Mr George, sir. We always find a way. All it takes is imagination. Right. Now, it's getting late or early, depending on how you look at it. I will clear all this up. The man indicated the North Pole he had created especially for tonight. Time for you children to go to bed. The children were all having too much fun. No, they whined. Yes, replied the porter. It's way past all your bedtimes. Reluctantly, the four children shuffled out of the freezer room and off down the corridor. And, excuse me, I do apologise. And young Mr Thomas, sir, he called out. Yes, replied Tom. I'm not sure if you enjoy wearing that pink frilly nightdress. No, I don't. Not one bit of it. I thought as much. I don't know why Matron would have given you that to wear. She should have plenty of spare pyjamas in her office. Really? The boy couldn't believe what he was hearing. Then why would she make me wear this? That lady has darkness in her heart. She enjoys making the children in her care suffer. Why? asked Tom. Matron loves being cruel. It must make her feel powerful. That's why she made you wear the nightdress. I hate her, said the boy through gritted teeth. Don't. That must be what she wants. If you hate her, she's one. And your heart will turn dark too. I know it's hard, but please try not to let her get to you. I'll try. Good, said the porter, and in the meantime, I'll find you some pyjamas. Thank you, replied Tom. Sorry, I never really got your name. Just call me Porter. Everyone else does. It seemed... Strange calling him that, but there wasn't time to argue. Well, thank you, Porter. Come on, new boy, ordered Amber. Push! With a sigh, Tom returned to pushing the wheelchair and the gang headed in the direction of the lift. Freeze! You're under a vest, said George. (laughs) Ha ha! What are you on about? asked Robin. I just got the joke. Oh, next time I think it might be quicker to post the punchline to you, joked Robin. That would take too long, replied George, without a hint of irony. <laughs> <clears throat> oh dear me, I'm sorry about all the 
clearing of the throat there. I've got a terrible frog and it won't go away. So um, I'm going to go and have a drink now and maybe that will sort it out. <clears throat> anyway, you all have an amazing day. Me, I'm going to work and um, oh, just doing nothing interesting, nothing exciting. But <clears throat> I do have to go and sort some people out at work. So um, until I see you again tomorrow, I want you to promise me you will take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.